0: Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. We need to remind ourselves to do more things that we enjoy. You know, certainly, definitely one of the ingredients for happiness, man. A lot of people talking about that. What's the recipe for happiness? Um, Doing more things that you enjoy is definitely one of the main ingredients, man. If you guys are watching my um, my Insta stories, I uh, did. A, I spent uh, the whole of Saturday doing twenty kilometers on the longboard from South London all the way up to um, you know going through Regent's Park, Regent's Park seeing the, the uh, giraffes being fed, and um, going up to Primrose Hill and spectacularly uh, falling on my flipping ass going down the hill it was an ambitious move um but it's certainly it's certainly a metaphor that can come out of these sort of experiences isn't there you know uh and i think i, I did share that on my insta story that you know you, you've got to fall many times for you to be able to, to stand tall and be great at something um but yeah you know i'm, I'm not a, <laughs> that's a long way down it was <laughs> certainly entertained a lot of people up on that hill was it there as they were watching the uh the sunset. Hi SJP, Sarah, welcome back on. Hi Miltos. Um so yeah, do things do more things that you can enjoy, guys. Um even if it means falling on your ass and, and making a fool of yourself spectacularly. Um, but anyway, we got um I, I think we got a so a great uh a great evening or morning or afternoon wherever you're listening uh to this from. Of great questions. Uh, there's some that I've pulled from you guys earlier on today. Um, there's some experiences. I mean, I, I just shot a documentary today for a German production company. I mean, I, I don't know what it is with Germany, but every year we seem to be doing a documentary um, over there, which uh, which is great. I don't mind it. Um, this time the the subject was you know it's we're still we're still hot on the debate and hot on the discussion aren't we with the whole me too and um you know the new buzzword and that's why I put on me into the stories if you're following uh was you know toxic masculinity we're hearing that a lot aren't we toxic masculinity you know for for a lot of us we're still kind of um perhaps not conscious of what that actually is is that the problem maybe that is the problem isn't it like we 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 um there are toxic behaviors that we possess and we're just not identifying that they are potentially toxic, right? I think that's definitely a behavioral trait that but no I don't think it should be pinned on men, you know, and I think when we use the term masculine, we often probably identify masculine to be uh you know, the man, but you know, masculine is it's a it's a character, it's a hormone, it's it's it doesn't have to be uh, coming from, you know, a man, I, I believe that there is, I think we should strip the the label of it being masculine or feminine. And I think we should open up a conversation and discussion about what is toxic behavior, whether you are a man or a woman. Let's not pin it on just, you know, toxic masculinity or toxic feminine, you know, feminism. Like what's what is toxic in our behavior? as human beings and let's be more aware and conscious of that so you know i think the whole me too um movement is a great awareness campaign it's got us talking about this right now hasn't it you know it's got us talking about being more aware of our toxic behaviors you know inside relationships outside relationships with our peers at work with friends you know and um We've got to be aware, we gotta be aware of who who is toxic in our circle, who who are the value adders, you know, what character traits and behaviors do I have that are potentially toxic to individuals, you know? And embrace it, embrace it. When someone pulls you on it, you know, don't respond emotionally, but just you know, reflect in, self-analyse, right? So it's a it's a very deep and complex subject to talk about. That would um, we need to go over. Uh, it's many, many podcasts uh, to 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 unpack that that conversation. But I just think that you know, on the subject of and what is very apparent in the media right now, it's definitely something to be more uh, aware of. Okay, um, but yeah, we did. We saw, we were doing a, this this documentary today, and that was one of the kind of questions. You know, what do I think of? Um, toxic masculinity. And that's kind of like the subject it brought us on. Also I was asked the Gillette advert, you know, and I'm a bit sort of late on the subject to be talking about that right now. And you know that was that made quite quite an impact in the media. And I think the you know the heads of marketing knew what they were doing of the advert and it was very clever to to drop that in its current time. Again, it got us talking about certain aspects Um, but what wasn't spoken about and what I tried to kind of bring into the conversation also is if anyone remembers the Heineken advert right? so Heineken actually approached me and they asked if I would be interested to appear in this advert and I'm always do my due diligence on anything that I feature in or I'm on in any in any sort of media aspect. You have to, right? It's about branding. It's about alignment. It's about protecting your your livelihood at the end of the day. And what that Heineken advert did, I don't know if you guys um, are aware of it or saw it, watched it. The the concept was bringing two individuals together from completely different backgrounds. And put them in a room together to see if they would get on. And the conclusion was, it was beautiful. You know, you had two people that were completely indifferent from each other. And they, were, they spent, I don't know, whether it's an hour or a few hours together, whatever the time length was. And they were asked at the end, you know, will you, be, will you guys be staying in touch, right? And despite their um, initial indifferences, That they thought they had. The conclusion to the ad was we're all different but we're the same. You know, we're all after that human connection, right? We're all looking for those emotional needs to be met. Right? So, you know, it's 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 about that. It's about like putting your prejudice to one side when you you see someone. And I know it's very difficult at times because we have that automatic thinking, right? But it's to embrace your ignorance. And look inside the person. Allow yourself to look inside the person. What is the makeup of that person? Right. What's their story? What have they been through? You know. And and more often than not, there are there are, you know, many similarities and m- much common ground with people you you meet when you uncover those layers. Right. So, um, you know, just something I want you guys to think about. You know, your your automatic thinking and. And where we are in society and, and despite what's going on in the current climate right now, you know, what do we want? We want companionship with people, right? We don't want this divide. We don't want this divide between two genders. There's, there shouldn't be a gender war going on. It's nonsense, right? We, we, there is definitely a conversation to be had in terms of making sure that there's equal opportunities. And I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there with the pay, um, you know, that, that does exist. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a very complex conversation to have Anyway, I'm on a rant today, if you hadn't noticed I'm <laughs> still pumped from the, um, the doc that we shot today And I'm just riding off a few of those questions that were asked to me And, and, and the, sort of, the sort of thoughts that I'm having um, But anyway, you know, don't mind me, I want to take it to you guys I want you to uh, ask, ask me questions Because that's what this space is all about Is You can ask me anything And you guys already have done, so let me bring one of the questions into the loop, okay? Right, first question. Do I think online dating will be the only way to meet others, or will the cold approach still be around? I think that, and I know so, of all of the women that I speak to, and all of the females that I coach and the workshops that I teach at where there's female attendees, the men in the room are, are reminded right there on the spot that women want to be approached. They just want it to be done right. And this was something else that we were talking about today in the documentary. And they asked me about Are men becoming more confused? And I said, yes, they're becoming more confused as such questions are being asked to me like this today. And, you know, women want to be approached. They want it to be done right. How do you do the right approach? How do you make a woman feel comfortable? And I said, well, you need to avoid being creepy. And how you become creepy and how you do a creepy approach is approaching with uncertainty, if you think about it, if anyone came up to you in a situation, maybe on the street, maybe it be in a coffee shop, somewhere public, someone is coming up to you. They're breaking the social convention. The reason they label it as a creepy approach or a creepy situation is because you're uncertain about yourself. If you think about yourself in certain scenarios where you're uncertain you know, you're doubting your ability. You're doubting yourself. So if you're looking at someone, it's like I'm looking at. I look at the camera right now. I'm looking at you, and you know that's that's creepy, man. That's creepy, right? So you got to think again. Back to that. What, what I always have been teaching you guys: what you think is what you project, right? So how do we get to a place of certainty? Because if you have to be comfortable with yourself in order for others to feel comfortable around you, you have to. Interact with people, as many people as you possibly can. Beat yourself every day, right? And compliment people. Get used to making people feel good around you. If other people are feeling good around you, then you're comfort in knowing that you're doing a, a great approach, right? So you have a now, now you have a positive reference. And you build on these positive references of giving people a great experience in your company. And then when you see someone you like, you're not having that doubt on the approach. You're not going to be labelled the creep. You're not going to approach with uncertainty. You're going to approach with confidence. Confidence comes from repetition. Okay, guys? So you, yes, at the beginning it is a numbers game. It is a numbers game at the beginning. But when you get good, right, you can, you can build the archetype of the sort of person you want. And when you find out that that person exists in your social circle or extended social circles, you can home in like a laser, Right, I'm telling you, it can get to that stage, right? When you have that level of confidence, right? But you've got to put the work in. You've got to put the work in, right? Okay, so there will always be approach. There'll always be a place for the cold approach, right? You just gotta refine your skill and make someone feel comfortable. Don't call it the cold approach, right? Just call it being social. There is always a place to be for being social. Don't put a label on something that gives it a negative connotation or pushes your mindset back into a difficult place right put give it give it a positive label or a neutral label so it allows yourself to move forward with action all right okay next question what is the least thing i like about uh, what is the least thing i like about my job i was thinking about this earlier as this question came through and what I feel is that I waste a lot of time, like, making someone feel comfortable with the sort of value and the sort of service that I can offer my clients, right? It, it's, it's, um, and that is part of my job. The part of my job is giving some the reassurance that we can deliver on our word. Right. You've got to trust myself. You've got to trust my team. But it just takes sometimes, you know, when when a guy isn't fully decided, he's sitting on the fence. He's still, um, you know, speculating and sitting there with skepticism. You know, this takes time, man. (laughs) It's I'd rather just be just coaching. I'd rather just be coaching. You know, I just don't want to be sitting on the phone trying to, um, you know, make sure everyone's right. I, I mean, but it's part of my job. It's the least least uh, part of the job that I I enjoy right Uh, I spend most of my time and the parts that I do enjoy are you know putting the next pieces to the puzzle to make this a bigger and greater experience and and company for clients to enjoy and of course the coaching you know I'm I've stayed at a level for such a time because I love love getting my hands dirty I love working with individuals Um, it's such a passion to me okay right Third question, can, <laughs> can or will I grow my hair super long? Um, uh, it's, it's growing, it's growing. Sometimes I miss a cut and let it grow, but then I get a bit like, um, I get withdrawal systems and then, um, you know, trim it down. Right, over to, over to you guys. What have you got for me? Right. Neil, why do girls cheat on us and use us? Great question. I love that. I love that, and I was talking again. I was this is a question that I addressed actually in the documentary. Okay, and um, look, they cheat on you because it's, it can be a number of things, right? But they are either not you are you as a couple are not communicating to each other, or don't feel safe enough to communicate certain things that you wish and desire from each other inside the relationship. Therefore, if you don't have the conversation or are able to fulfill that thing inside the relationship, that person is going to then find it elsewhere. Okay? And also as well is that they've just lost respect for you. Okay? And if if they lose respect for you, and this goes either way, girls or guys, if you lose respect for someone, you lose attraction. Right? If you lose respect for someone, you lose attraction. So the next question really should be, when do they start losing respect? Right? Well, they start losing respect when they when you are both in knowledge of each other's values, and you kind of let each other just kind of walk all over them, right? Like pull pull each other on your shit, pull each other on the stuff that you do and don't like, right? And you know, effectively, you know, create rules in your relationship within reason. You know, create create something that can be respected right, otherwise, you know, what are you holding on to, okay I hope it answers your question uh, Hi Tommy, welcome Hi Charan Mann Hi Manic Mastaf Well Benson Phil welcome, hi Young Metzl Will, Ryan Diego hey, great Ob, how you doing, buddy? Sarus, Franklin, Dan, Dwizanov, Murakim, Fab TV, welcome back, buddy. Throw me your questions, guys. Throw me your questions. Hi, Luca. Hi, Kareem. If your first time, great. Vicky, thanks for jumping on. Nightingale, Sarah. Hi, Johnny. Been on two dates with the same person. Not even a hint of escalation. Very platonic so far. Third date's the charm. How do I get them to lower their wall? Hmm. Why don't you introduce the escalation? Right? Why don't you show that you may be interested? You know, and I'm really attacking you as I respond to this question. I might be completely you know, you, you might be doing that, right? Um, or just pull them on it, right? If it's going on for like three days, there's no escalation, what's going on, you know? But start with, maybe you start with a compliment, right? Um, my favorite phrase is this, and it's what I what I share with my clients is, what is it you like about me, right? But look them in the eyes when you do it, go, what is it you like about me? And what that does, that magic question does, it it brings what is in the unconscious you know what you're unconsciously attracted to into the conscious state right so you become aware of those things that you're attracted to they become aware of what they're attracted to and also for you it's really great feedback on what attributes are attractive for other individuals right so really maybe maybe throw that one out i love i love that phrase what is it you like about me Right, but then, and, and, and practice it. You know, like look at me. And you're like, what is it you like about me? You know, in a cheeky kind of way. So if they're struggling to, like, and this is again, this is this is something that is um, on a subject. Drawing back to the toxic behaviour, I'm not going to add that feminine or masculine word to the end of that. I think in terms of what a toxic behaviour is, you know, it could be not being emotionally available, and men are more so guilty than uh, this than than women. I have seen it from women who have been toughened up in the working environment. Um, but, you know, this could be the issue right here. He, he, he or she may have been scolded in the past for being emotionally available, being vulnerable, right? So use my phrase and see, see how you get on with that, all right? Thanks for the question. Hi, Tay. Hi, Happy Saini. Hi, Steve. Paolo, Daniel throwing your question at me. There's this girl that I was going to meet today that arrived in Denmark. She's a stewardess, so she's only here for a few hours. At the end, she cancelled our hanging out because her fiancé was worried. Okay, so <laughs> what are you messing around with someone that's got attachments for? He was worried because in the past we planned to have a fling. Well, okay, but then recently we called off having a fling, so I said that's fine, but he didn't want her to hang out with me. What do I do next? Time in a situation like this. Pick a different girl, buddy. What are you doing? Pick a different girl. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy, man. There's so many, anyone listening to my channel, anyone following my work, right? You don't need to be going after someone else's girl, someone else's wife, someone else's chick, right? If if you're learning this stuff, you've got the ability to, to meet so many people. You've got the ability to really widen your world, right? Go out there, man. Go out there and meet a fresh, new bunch of people. Build that pipeline back up. Get social. You know, don't be. You don't need to be a uh, you know, poncing someone else's chick, right? It's nonsense. It's not one condoning, right? Uh, right. Before I ask those questions, let me just have a look at my little notes board here. Um, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. Talked about the Gillette advert and the Heineken advert. I just want to shout out now. My my, my workshop at the end of this month, 27th of April, uh, is the Impactful Connection Workshop. Look, stop messing around, guys. Right? If you want to, if you want to get better, if you want to kick up the ass. You want to work with some people that are doing this day in day out, right? Week in week out. Get some help. You know, you don't have to sit there and fester with the same problem you've had year on year. I'll have you talking and socializing and completely change your perspective of how you can construct your social and dating life, right? Stop wasting time. The help is here, right? We're removing the shame that's attached from men seeking help in this area of their life. That's what I'm here to do, right? I'm here to encourage you, support you, make it a better deal for women to meet a guy like you because you are great, right? You just just lay it over... You're just layering over all this greatness with, you know, shades from the past, right? I'm going to remove that for you. I'm going to help you remove all these layers so, you know, you can start experiencing great relationships with people, romantic or platonically, right? And if you're in sales, Jesus, I'll take your sales game to the next level when it comes to building relationships, you know? That's my thing. My thing is helping you build relationships, Right? Right. So, 27th of April, Impactful Connection Workshop, guys. Um, And again, look, we're, we're, you know, spring, summer now, spring, summer season. Clean out that wardrobe and book a styling session with our stylist, Dale, right? He's doing fantastic transformations on the team. Uh, DM me for that. If you want to sort out your wardrobe, sharpen up your image, you know, bring up your brand a level or two, yeah, book a styling session. With our stylist Dale, and we'll sort of photo shoot off the back of that um, so we can really bring your profile game to the next level as well. All right? Okay, what we got here? Sarah, even if there has not been a kiss involved and they know that I like them, so if it has not been a kiss involved. <laughs> and what you can do as well, like, you know, use, you know, you can be quite flirty. So when, if you haven't done this already, of course, but when you are expressing yourself, you may want to express yourself using hand, right so get used to gesticulating right if you laugh and then like you can put your hand on on their arm or you know or on their leg just as like a an extension of the expression right, and just see how they respond to that and i it's a really great question because it brings me on to talking about the the physical escalation ladder and what is acceptable. And what's not. And and that's a great place to start when you're expressing yourself and you can just apply a little bit of touch. You can gauge if that's been received well. And it's been, if it's been received well, you know, you might be they might be susceptible, susceptible, <laughs> receptive towards further physical touch. Right. But just keep monitoring, keep monitoring um, the if it's reciprocated and if it's enjoyed, right? And if it isn't reciprocated, then you know just to back off a little bit and see if there's any compliance from them, see if there's anything coming back, right? But again, I don't know who you're dealing with right now, but you've got to bear in mind that this person might have had a bad experience with um, you know, being emotionally available in the past or been burnt, he's still holding on to that. Or there might just be someone else still in the picture. He still might be... still might be thinking about his ex-girlfriend you know still emotionally invested in that right so just a few things to consider there. hi violinist thanks for joining dan i feel like too many boyfriends are controlling their girlfriends of who the girl can or cannot hang out with i think i think it's wrong but that's just me what do you think i believe the girl should take control of who she wants to hang out with well i mean you know all depends on it's very subjective to the individual you know um You've got to protect your relationship at the end of the day at the same time you've got to give each other freedom and if you're not giving each other freedom then the if you're trying to here's now here's a metaphor for you if you if you keep the bird locked in the cage, you know the moment you open it it's going to fly out and it's never going to come back right so <coughs> it's about it's about giving someone the freedom you know that that respect you from giving them the freedom but if someone abuses that freedom you know, well, there was a problem in the relationship anyway, yeah, okay, Musgrove, uh, thanks for coming on, buddy, Dan, is social media important on be to being social? Oh, I love questions like this, I love questions like this, because I really like to um, get over people's uh, misconceptions and ideas of social media, it's really odd, like, especially for the older generation, that you know, because social media is, is more seen as like a young guy's thing, like, you're really missing the point. Like, social media is, like, it's, it's part of your brand. It's the way, it's the modern way of communicating. I mean, if you're not on social media, you're missing the conversation. And if you're, if you're successful in business or you have the opportunity to travel, right, you start accumulating a lot of international friends. Right? And it's very difficult to keep those friends uh, you know, on your radar just by, I mean, you know what it is, you get a phone number, it goes, in, it goes in your phone book, and you forget it's even in there, it's just lodged in there. So before you, before you know it, you've got a, a stack of phone numbers with relationships you're never really going to you know, work on. So what social media does, it allows you to communicate through picture, through video, through statuses, you know, to visually remind yourself of each other. You're marketing towards each other, right? Social media is instrumental to keeping those long-term relationships on, on the go, right? So yeah, man, like, you've just got to be on there. You've just got to be on there. It's, um, let, let me break it down like this. Look at it like this. Before we had social media, right, you got to understand that the publishing tools that existed were just magazines and newspapers and commercial adverts or film on, on television, right? These were only accessible to celebrities, right, or commercial enterprises. Now, now we are living in an era where... We have the publishing tools to promote whatever we want, right? Ourselves, so whatever your message is, right? Whatever your values are, and it's not showing off, right? When I say values, I'm not, ta- What I'm saying showing value, I'm not talking about stand outside you, you know, take a picture outside your brand new Ferrari or showing off your new Rolex. That's just called showing off, right? What I mean by Communicating values, showing value. I'm talking about what's important to you, right? You use social media to demonstrate what's important to you, right? If you're unclear of what I'm talking about, why don't you Google after this call or make a note right now of Maslow's hierarchy? If you really want to nail social media and create an attractive profile, Every picture needs to go through quality control. And you need to look at everything you're posting. Does it fit in to one of those categories on Maslow's hierarchy? Have a look at what you're posting. Have a look at what you posted in the last week and the last month, right? No more I went out and got pissed photos. You know, <laughs> everyone does that. What are you marketing? What are you promoting? What's your message, right? Think of social media like a high street that you're walking down, okay? Okay. And you are, you're walking, you're walking down this high street and you look in every shop window, right? And then you find yourself stopping, right, outside this particular shop. And you look and something's caught your attention. Something's caught your attention because the person that dressed that window knows their target audience, and you just happen to fall under that umbrella of being the target audience. Something in, that will, something in that window you could associate with, right? And it communicated value to you, right? Do you see where I'm going with this, right? That's what I'm saying. You've got to think of social media like that, right? You've got to communicate your values through that shop window. So those people looking in, you know, that re- resonate with them. They can relate to that, Okay. That's why social media is important. You can't do that over a phone number, okay? All right, great question. Thank you. I know I went off on one there, but really great one. Muzgov, how long have I been a dating coach for? I've I've been in the game now for 13 years, man. Could you believe it? 13 years, shit. But I've loved every minute of it. I've loved every minute of it. It's been so much fun. You know, I'm so grateful for finding this path. I've traveled. I've met some amazing people. And, um, you know, I developed a a side of me that I never thought would exist, you know, so I'm very grateful for it. And I've learned a lot of lessons, you know, a lot of lessons, you know. So, yeah, it's been a ride, brother. Hi, Rita. Hi, Rimas, Thanks for jumping on. Hi, Scott. How you doing, buddy? Steven, thanks for jumping on. Musgrove. How do you handle someone who has low self-esteem? handle meaning you in a relationship sorry how do you handle someone with low self-esteem meaning you're in a relationship and they're down the more uh, they're down and you try to pick them up but they push you away in the process you just got to um there's you know, a lot of hormones, a lot of emotions in place right there, and you, you've got to know when to sort of step back, and 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 then and then calculate when to go back in with a logical conversation and a supportive conversation, you know. And um, but it sounds like that person's got a lot of work to do, you know. That person is there's only so much you can really do on that person's journey, or within their own self development. But the one thing you can be is encouraging and supportive. It can be a very exhausting process and um, you've got to just make sure that, you know, you don't end up being someone's therapist uh, and part-time boyfriend. You know, you've got to be the full-time boyfriend, part-time therapist, you know, (laughs) if if you've got someone that's in that situation. But yeah, just be encouraging, supportive and it's quite clear if someone's got low self-esteem that um, they're still on their personal journey. We all are, you know, we all are. All right, great question. Thank you. Uh, uh, right Rita, asking girls their phone number isn't appropriate why would it be inappropriate? why would it be inappropriate? if you've had a great conversation and you've really hit it off right, and you've, you've obviously stimulated each other in that moment it makes it, it's more weird if you don't go for the number than going for the number Think about it. You're in a situation, right? And you're both buzzing. You're like, wow, this is great. We've been told our whole lives that one day it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen, right? And in that moment, it's happening. You've met someone, right? Can you imagine how ridiculous it is if you just walk off and don't go for the number? It's It's like they've let the village idiot out for the day. She's left thinking, what the hell was that all about? You know, (laughs) I'm laughing because, um, you know, I've I've worked with guys. When I'm taking guys out, we're doing the approach coaching and all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm I'm watching it go down. I'm seeing them having incredible interactions. And I go, oh, how'd it go? Yeah, yeah, great, great. Did you get the number? Oh, no, I didn't. I go, what? So I send them back in and I go, look, don't be silly. Go and get the number. Say, look, I just told my friend what happened. He said it was ridiculous. I didn't get your number. right, I'm going to say that again. I just told my friend what happened. And he said, it was ridiculous I didn't get your number. Because it is ridiculous, right? And uh, nine times out of ten, they always get the number, you know? I mean, they should have got a number in the first place anyway. (laughs) All right, great question. It's never inappropriate, buddy. Sarah, merging your opening rant with my question, in this day and age, (coughs) who should be the one escalating, the male or the female? great question when i have a when i have a room full of guys and and um gals or ladies and gents i love opening the room up like that you know i go guys how would you like to be approached if the women it was more of the woman's role in society you know and um well, how would you would you be open to it and the amount of guys that are just like, yeah, like of course, because you have got to remember, you have got the confident guy. You know, the confident guy is the guy that you know he's standing there. He he kind of knows that he's on a level, right? That he can make moves, and he, he maybe does. He may not even do any approaches. He maybe just have like a bit of conversation here and there. Uh, with a girl as they pass, and then you've got the guy that's a bit more confident and a bit more aggressive with it, and he'll he'll go around the room, he'll make moves, he'll be doing the eye contact thing, and he'll be opening up the groups, showing all sorts of level of confidence. And you're a bit suspect of the guy. You think, well, if he's got that confidence, you know he probably just sleeps with anyone, right? But then um, you know you've got the shy guy, right? And the shy guy. Is, you know, he's probably the good guy. And and I'm taking this from a video that um, I I definitely saw from uh, Matthew Hussey. He mentioned this, he'd done a great talk on this, where he goes, um, you know, the shy guy is probably the one that is more secure for the long term. Yeah? So think about that. Like, it might, the shy guy is actually dying, he's waiting for a woman. Like yourself that is, is, is curious To wonder what that experience might be like Or has that confidence to just simply go over and go Hey, you know, what's your story Or what are you celebrating tonight You know, just you don't need to overthink the opener You just need to create dialogue of someone So, you know, it's 2019 Look at the conversations we're having Look at the climate we're in Are we really, like, is it that sad That we're, that we're still a bit kind of apprehensive About receiving an, an icebreaker From a woman no, come on, we're there, we're there. And I encourage, I encourage any, any women watching this, like men want it, men want to be approached too, right? And, you know, there's nothing masculine about it. You know, don't think you're, uh, it's a masculine thing. Like it, it's quite fun. It's quite exciting, right? It's very, it's very new, it's refreshing, right? So I definitely encourage it, yeah. Hi, Paolo. Dan, yeah, thanks. No worries, buddy. Hi, Vampire Hunter. Hi, Christopher. <clears throat> I, D, my ex broke up with me because she wanted to make peace of herself first. I don't know what to say. Could you advise, please? Um, a bit vague, really. I mean, what does that even mean? Make peace of herself? She, she wants to work on herself? All right, well, you know, the what do you, 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 hmm, it's a, it's a difficult one, I mean, you you could, there's many approaches you could take with that, you could still be there, like, in the pocket, sort of being encouraging, being on the sideline, but what, what I would say you, you mustn't do, is being very suffocating, because if she's needing space to do her thing, you need to give her that space, right, um, so there's definitely a lot of people are like oh you got to freeze her out for said time. You could make take that approach, you know, um absence does keep the uh make the heart more fonder, you know, a bit of a cliche saying there, it does, but you have to kind of like calibrate your behaviors, you know, in, in response to what's going on with the situation with that, right? Um give her time, give her a bit of space. Um Check in now and again, you know, but certainly don't suffocate, right? Certainly don't suffocate, don't get, um, you know, too wet and too soppy. You know, you've got to be neutral. You've got to be neutral with it. You've got to respect where she's at. And you've also got to consider, is that the real reason? Yeah, it could be something else. And that could be just some, you know, smoke and mirrors to disguise the fact that something else is an issue, Right? All right. Thanks for the question, buddy. Uh, N2S Ray. Beauty Dimples, thanks for jumping on. Lionel, thanks for jumping on, buddy. And Krogamandones and Chulan. Great. We've had some really great questions tonight, guys. Um, Some good ones. Again, if you've got some more, throw them at me. I mean, I'm going to roll right now. I'm just... I'm on a a high from that doc um, that we did earlier on, you know. Um, But yeah, look, guys, look, guys, man, you know, if you're really struggling, right, and you need help, you've got to come and take our seven-day program. You've got to come and take our seven-day program here in London. uh, Seven days, seven nights, back-to-back of coaching, infield coaching, behavioral work, no nonsense, no excuses to hide behind anymore, it's being vulnerable, it's exposing yourself to real shit, yeah think of it like boxing yeah you, you you can hit the bag all you want. You can practice the punches on the on the on the pads and do the shadow boxing, but nothing quite beats getting in the ring, practicing someone with someone that's experienced and and that's what you need if you really want to get good at this, right, but you're in a situation you, where you haven't got the discipline right now and you haven't got the uh, know-how and foresight to go out and do this on your own, then come to us, man. Come to us. We're doing seven-day programs here on a weekly basis, you know? Time is ticking. We're moving through the year. Are you going to wait another year just sitting there and not doing this? Come on, man. Let's take you to new heights. Sarah, is there such thing as toxic femininity? And how does it differ from toxic masculinity? This is a great question. It's a great question I asked on my stories earlier. And... Um, Again, let's just remove the labels here. You know, let's, remove fem- let's remove femininity and let's remove masculinity. And again, let's talk about toxic behavior. Right? And I want you to interpret and, and identify you know, where it belongs, who it belongs to, which sex that belongs to. Right? If you think in the working environment, for example, and someone is using their sexuality right, to aid them to a something to get what they want, right, is that, is that toxic behavior? Right, if someone's using their power, right, in the working environment, right, to get what they want, get what they want, right, you know, who does that? Who? who what? What label? Who, what label is put on that? Is that a man or is that a woman? It could be both. It could be both. It's, it's talked about a lot in the media about men using their power in their uh, uh, in the career ladder, you know, to take advantage of women in, in the working world and yes, that exists that definitely exists there are definitely people with toxic behaviors, toxic thinking that do this right but there's also women as well yeah, the conversation is, is, is about both right, the conversation is about both Right. Um, as we said earlier you know, another toxic behavior is not being emotionally available now, we're pinning that on men, right? But we can pin that on women too, right? If you've gone through something in your life and it's affected you and you've got a reference of when, I'm, when I allow myself to be vulnerable, I'm punished for that. That's what you're internally saying up here in your head. Then that's toxic. It's toxic for the relationships that you choose to have. The people that you invite into your world, because you're not actually being a hundred percent available, right? So it's work. It works both ways. It works both ways. Toxic behaviour as a whole. Right, Daniel. Any advice on how to get more matches on Tinder? Brandon, 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 Brandon. Yeah, and again, if if, if, if you're thinking that, like what I said earlier, the social media. You've got to dress up that shop window. Right? Every photo needs to go through quality control. I have, I don't know if you've seen the guy, he appears on my Instagram stories now and again. I, his name is uh, Kieran. Goes under the handle Snaps, Yeah. Now, he's a cinema to- photographer. And he, <laughs> he hasn't got time to answer the amount of uh, matches he gets on these apps. It's insane, it's insane how many, I mean he, he's getting hit up like more than what I see uh, an attractive woman get hit, hit up on on Tinder, right, on all these dating apps, right. Why? Because his photos are on the next level, you know, he, he's, he's gone for that whole the, 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 Dora the Dora the Explorer, Indiana Jones adventurer guy, he's out there doing things, you know. He's attract. It's attractive. It's really attractive. You know. I mean, I, pff, you know, I haven't seen a profile like it, right? So if he's watching this, I know his ego is going to be through the roof. But I'm telling you, he he is, he he is never going to be short of supply of um, new opportunities when it comes to women. Yeah, pictures need to be better quality. You can't be taking them from some dated phone when every other guy is shooting on the iPhone X or the latest Samsung straight away. You know, the just quality's not gonna be on par. You know, you're just not in the game. Yeah. You can't be um you can't be you know, posting pictures of you and your buddies, you know, drunk, drinking beers and all this kind of nonsense. You know, think about it, go back to your values. What values are you trying to convey through imagery? Yeah? Use the imagery as to, to to bridge the conversation, okay? Right. How many women? If you can't afford the iPhone six, I've got. Uh, so you you've you got an iPhone six, six, and can't afford ten. I can't remember the quality on the six, but listen, I mean, you don't even need to shoot the images on the phone. I mean, you could. I mean, even the GoPros, the GoPro is probably better than the uh, the uh, the iPhone six. I'm not too sure. I don't I can't remember what the spec is, but even so, just get a shoot done. Yeah, get your wardrobe sorted out, man. It's all part of the package. It's all part of your branding. It all ties in together. Get your image sorted out. Get the background sorted out. Yeah. See, the other week, this background, this background is is not great. You know <laughs> what I'm doing, but it's getting better over the, over the weeks. When I'm start shooting, is there's gonna be another plant up there. There's gonna be an image there. There's, the walls are gonna be painted. You know, it's it's like the background says is uh, what draws people in. Also, the background can tell a story subtly. About what they're seeing here, yeah. Okay, Sarah, how many women would you say per session turn up on impactful connections, and do you cater your coaching differently? Yeah, we don't. We don't market the impactful connection workshop for the women. We 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 um put together different sort of uh, experiences for the women, you know, and it's more of like a one to one basis at times. I'm doing a lot of things with um, Killing Kittens, and I've done stuff with them over the years. I've been doing workshops for them. And that's kind of where I teach a lot of, um, uh, of the women, right? So uh, they're actually, if you're London-based, there's a great event this Thursday at Tramp, right? It's Tramp Nightclub in, uh, on the German Street. going to have a panel discussion. It's going to be uh, how to date, right? How to date, you know? So it's a great panel. Emma uh, Sales hosting it. There's a few other dating uh, professionals up there from the media. I'll be there. I'll be there as the only guy on the panel. So uh, I don't know what's going to be thrown my way. I've got my hands full. So um, yeah, if you're about in London or want a trip down to London, um, come and join us at Tramp, and uh, I'll be happy to answer your questions and there's a chance to meet me in person as well. I don't even think it costs anything. If it does, what is it? Price of a drink? It's nothing. It's inexpensive. Hey Hezron, how you doing, buddy? H is the social coach on my team. He's at the Impactful Connection Shop every uh, month, man. He's on the seven-day programs. Uh, he's an awesome social coach. Give that man some love. Give him a follow. That's always good to see H, man. Oh God. So guys, man, that that's God, I am out of breath. I am out of breath tonight. Right? Bloody hell. God, right. Any more? Any more questions? Hi, Nus Nuto Any more questions before we wrap this up, guys? Anything else? I feel like I've been going a thousand miles an hour since I jumped on the call. Um, I'm really out of breath. It's been like that. Jesus. Yeah. Ask me anything. Who we got? Who we got on the on the? Who's watching right now? Who we got? We've got Sarah. We got Vicky. Vicky, why don't you holler out? Why don't you say something? Why don't you ask me a question? Annie, why don't you ask me a question? Taylor, dip in, get involved. Don't just sit at the back of the class. You know, uh, pre- pretending that I can't see you. I'm calling you out. Ask me something. Yeah. D. How long should I be talking to someone before I would ask them out? When you feel like there's some tension. Yeah, you know what that is? When you feel like it's some tension, when you feel like there's a vibe. Well, yeah, I mean you look at someone, you look at someone in their eyes and they're looking back, and you feel that there's just like this invisible bubble just there. You know, that's the only way I can describe it. It's like a dance. It's like a dance. Yeah? If you feel like it's a vibe, you feel like there's tension, you know, and it's how you ask them as well. Yeah? How, you know, You know, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to take you out sometime. You know? I'd like to continue this another time. What's the best way to do it? Yeah, I like that. You know, it's all in the language. It's all in the delivery. It's all about the tone, the eye contact, being present, not overthinking it, right? I would like to take you out sometime. What's the best day to do that on? <laughs> I just come up with that one now. I like that. Yeah, what's the? <laughs> I like to take you out sometime. Which day is the best one to do that on? Yeah, I like that. Use that one. Use that one. That's for free, man. Use that and tell me how you get on with that one. That's a fun one. Hi, Zid. How you doing? Hi, Lana. Welcome on. Get Keep getting cash. <laughs> That's a gangster. I love that one. Yeah, right there. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you've just jumped on, right, don't be shy. Ask me a question. Chris Carmona, keep getting cash. Ask me a question, son. Ask me. That's what I'm here for. You can ask me anything about dating, uh, your social life. Transformation, uh, your self-development. You know, I have been in the game for thirteen years. You know, what would you ask someone? What would you ask someone that has been doing something as obscure as this? He's been out there approaching people, talking to people, coaching people, developing their confidence and their self-esteem, so they can have better and long-lasting, meaningful relationships. What would you ask me? What would you ask that person? Right yeah you're sitting in the back there buddy, sitting in the back with your hands under your ass <laughs> good I'm glad you've written it down and um guys i i I'm, I'm there is something I keep on wanting to share with you guys we we got something coming up man we've got something I'm about to release um and I am on tender hooks about sharing that with you and i just oh, i just really really i really want to share it but Something's stopping me right now. I may share with that what's going on in a couple of weeks, um, but something's going to happen. Something is, is something I've been working on for two years. Uh, something is always coming up. Something's always coming up. But but in in I've been working on this thing that uh, for two years that I want want to put out, and um, there is going to be a release of this thing, and um, it would just mean the world for you guys to get behind it, support it. And um, show me some love uh, for for when when I drop this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not ready to. I think next Tuesday I'm gonna. Next Tuesday, if you stay on next Tuesday, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna let you know what's. I'm gonna let you guys know what's been going on, right? <laughs> All right. But listen, guys, we've been going for a while now. It's your last chance. Throw me some questions. Um, Okay Tay, here we go What do you do for an icebreaker? Depends on the situation buddy It's subjective Um, You know, if it's an evening scenario uh, You can check out one of my videos on YouTube But I'll, I'll, I'll pull some of those icebreakers out On that video right now for you that I did And which I often share with my clients to use If you're out on an evening, you're at a bar You may see perhaps a group of ladies Or a group of individuals and one could assume that they are celebrating something right so I come up with my openers, my icebreakers by observing what I see and using the observation as the opener also what I think is a great way to create icebreakers is your excuses okay let me unpack that for you a little bit say that you see someone in a group right Say that you see someone in headphones. Say that you see someone who looks like they have that natural resting bitchy face, right? And you start telling yourself, oh, I'm not going to do it because she, she doesn't look nice, right? That's your opener, you know? You're going over there to see if they're friendly, right? Hi, I, I just saw you over there. I to come over and see if you're friendly or not. Now, what person's not going to say, no, I'm not friendly, go away, And if they do, okay, all right, they're not friendly. You were right. But the fact is you beat yourself and you're over there, right? Now, the fact that they're in a group, just go, guys, I have to be honest with you, I, I nearly didn't come over because there were so many of you and I wouldn't know even where to start. But I just want to come over and say, hello, how's your night going? Right? Or you might go... You know, that like You can assume they're celebrating something. You see, they're drinking flutes of champagne. So one would suggest that, oh, you know, what we're, were you guys celebrating tonight? Or which one's the birthday girl? Right. So that might be in an evening scenario. When it comes to the daytime, again, just just go and direct. Don't beat around the bush. You know, what we spoke about earlier was making someone feel comfortable. Right. The longer you take getting to the actual point of why you're there. You know, the more likely that person's gonna be uncomfortable with your presence. So there's nothing wrong with giving someone a compliment and telling them they look like amazing and that's why you're there, you know. It doesn't really become about what the icebreaker is. Where the importance lies is what's next, you know? Because if you deliver a great icebreaker, you'll receive a you'll receive a thanks, right? But you just got to understand how to drive that forward how do you, how do you, how, do you, how do you play off that response right you need some direction yeah because they don't have a the direction they didn't know what you were there for 5 minutes ago right they're not going to suddenly say oh give me a number we'll hang out i mean if they do fantastic but that's never happened in my 13 years of doing this right your boyfriend doesn't mind me talking to you i use that all the time daniel that's that's a good one you're like the you're like the the um, you're a real bugger man. like you're really going after the girls that have boyfriends but that line is great because it it gets that subject um, to the surface straight away, you know. So I will give you props for that line. Um, I often like to say, or give my students um, the idea of going, "How long have you been with your boyfriend for?" And they go, "Oh, I don't have a boyfriend." So they can like then they can no longer like play that game of pretending that they've um, you know got a partner later on when they're giving you the soft shutdown, right? Hi, Team Scream. Uh, Hi, Addict Link. Right, is it a bad thing you compliment a girl very early? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, just go for it. Just carry yourself. You no, know? don't be selfish. Give compliments, right? And, but if a woman is like quite attractive, compliment on her. Compliment her on her, her ideas as opposed to. Yeah, perhaps her looks. She's used to getting compliments from her looks. If you're going to compliment her on her looks, use detail. Don't be vague. Nice eyes, forget it. Say, wow, I nearly got lost in your eyes. They're like, you know, something like that. Or, wow, you're so striking. Right? You have very striking features. Something a bit more flavorous, okay? Guys, I am wrapping up now. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this Tuesday, Tuesday's edition of the Late Night Love stream <laughs> Right, but no jokes aside Thank you for jumping in Thanks for watching And thank you for being a supporter and follower uh, Of my work um, Really appreciate you guys for jumping in Alright, this will be recorded This can be on all of your podcast channels That you listen to It's going to be on Spotify It's going to be on iTunes On SoundCloud um, And all those other various ones If you want to watch the recording okay? Alright guys, thank you very much um, and guys take care and I hope to see you at one of my live workshops all right all the best if you enjoyed the content follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach